Air on. Power on. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main, the best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts, where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood, helping racers in their time of need. Now, here's the pit crew. Hey, welcome race fans, and of course you hot rodders. You know, everybody should use dial because we're all sitting here messing with the dials. I'm, I'm in the middle so seat, which I probably shouldn't do, according to Mr. Neff. Absolutely okay? not. Being the engineering genius, I'm not. Welcome to Star Trek Command Center. Yes, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, you're Lieutenant Uhura, and you're not doing oh, a good man, job. That's, that's not funny, Michael. She passed away. Yes, she did. That is well, not well, funny. Well, then let me ask this question. That Does that make you... Mike, Captain Kirk? No. Or does um, that make Big Al Captain Kirk? Big Al's Captain Kirk. I'm so that means that, that means Big Al, you're going to do that interracial kiss with Ohura? Yes. Which would be Larry? No, Larry. No, Larry's a tribble. Oh, Larry's a, a tribble. <laughs> remember, remember the tribbles? Yeah, the little furry little balls. Yes. Well, Larry, you've been called a furry ball. Larry's Okay, a there's tribble. been worse things. <laughs> At least oh I still God. have my fur, okay? <laughs> hey, that's true. Ah, ah. ah that is true. Touche. Yes. Here yes. we go again. We will skip the Viagra uh, conversation. conversation we were having prior to being hot on the air. In the Pits Racing Radio, welcome. Saturday afternoons, I'm sure you're listening to us because you got nothing better to do. Rick Roberts running the board. Big Al Liebman back from Detroit. We got some t- stuff to talk about there. Mike Neff wishes he wasn't in Fontana. Or did you wish you were in Fontana? Oh, I wish I was in Why? Fontana. It would have been awesome to be there for was the Was it cold? Race. I heard, looked like it was pretty cold. It snowed. Yeah. I know. I saw it that. It's twice. It never rains in Southern California. It snows. Krista Nicole here as well. And you know what? We sent out the fuel line for the first time since the pandemic. That is our opt-in email blast. And we had a 31% open rate and a 16% click rate. That's... That's like history. Does that include the 6,000 times that I clicked it? Probably, yes. yes. Right. Hey, it, if, it, it if did, you're clicking it, it's all right. It did I show know. racing junk got tapped like 4,200 times. I so, like that. Yeah, seriously. Mr. Racing Junk probably did that. Mr. Racing <laughs> Junk, yeah. Mr. Ray, we got a cool show, I'll tell you Papa what. Papa Junk. Run to the sun, we're going to get Michael Levington on the air here. We're going to give him 30 seconds or less. <laughs> That's good. Because <laughs> <laughs> the show sold out, okay. Um, and you can't bring your dog. Yeah, what is up? It, you know, it's it's amazing. Between the, my wristbands are broken, I can't bring my dog. What do you mean you're sold out in, let's say, 3,300 cars? I used to go the day of the show and get my entry. Well, guess what? That ain't going to happen anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hot rodding got popular. Got real popular. So, Over a so somebody got bent because they can't bring their dog? Oh, my God. You Lots should, you should read a guy with an initial DS. Well, okay. besides him, but there's a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah. I mean, if I can't bring my dog, and I don't know why they refer to their girlfriends and wives like that, but anyway, they are not going to come at all. Now, let me say this about that. As a risk manager, insurance agent, 
and my wife going to the ER this week getting because she got attacked by a dog by the neighbor's dog. That's a nice dog, but. It was protecting there was a its situation owner. where it was protecting its owner. Yeah, and what happens if there's a little skirmish in the parking lot and the dogs start to attack each other and there's a child in a stroller? Guess what? Lawsuit. Sevens, nines, <laughs> Morgan and Morgan, Weeble and Dweeble, <laughs> Dewey, <laughs> Cheatham and Hal. They're all going to be descending on this. And guess what happens when this happens? No more run to the sun. No more run to the sun. So keep your dogs at home unless it's a service dog. Okay, I don't With care. Proper paperwork. Dog. I was just saying there better be proper paperwork. And and I am a big, big dog fan. I'm, I'm bringing my service um, Pe- giraffe with me. Your peacock, service giraffe, <laughs> service peacock, service giraffe. <laughs> you know what I'd like to have? No, I'll bring a service alligator. No, there you what, go. What, what I know I, they're down here. That is a real oh, thing. Well, you got the big Al alligator in the backyard. Big I, Al? Did, I did see that one. Somebody had a sign around the alligator's. Um, Neck or whatever service service animal. We had people in my neighborhood freaking out because they saw an alligator in a pond this week, and one of the guys was like, "Thankfully, we've got a fence, so we're okay." So I immediately Google a video of an alligator climbing, climbing over a fence. fence, and I said, "They you are be evolving. sure and enjoy that." Now you know here, here's the thing. Not getting off track about, but you're talking about alligators, right? Off yeah. track you, of what? You saw you saw the story about the 85 year old woman that was eaten by the yeah. alligator fly because yes. yeah. she okay. was feeding them. Well. Don't know. I don't know about that, but you see the picture, right? She's standing right beside the water with her little dog. What do you think an alligator is going to do? So it's not the alligator's fault. It's not. So nope. why do you go out there and kill these alligators because they're only doing what they're what nature tells them to do? That's redundant. How about put a fence around that pond and say there's alligators in here? Don't go near the pond. Wait a minute. There's signs every pond I see. Don't walk your dog, your pet, your cat, your ocelot, whatever, Under by the pond. Child. People child. can't read. You know, it's it's interesting. I guess this is, since it's 85 degrees today, Tuesday, airing this on Saturday, I just wanted to put out my usual water Red. warning. Sharks are in the water, okay? They live there. You don't. Beware of the sharks. Yeah, but, but, but you... You don't see them out there killing every shark because somebody got attacked by a shark. So don't kill the alligators. Just don't go in the water. Don't go near it. If you know there's alligators in there, stay away. And don't Assume. taunt them. It, hey, here's a good one. Kind of like if you're in a race car and you're racing and you're mad, don't get out of your car to complain. Or throw your helmet. Remember? Tony Stewart? Tony Stewart. Yep. 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 Denny's done it too. See how I brought that back to the racing. That's very good. Uh, yeah. Very good. Good segue very good. there. Very good. Tony, Tony Stewart. Uh, Why are you shaking your head, Mike? He, just, he's in. Just yeah. Okay. So let's let's do a little let's do a little uh, quiz here. Not a quiz. Let's just do a survey. Is Tony Stewart doing a decent job with Clint Boyer in the booth? Yes. Yes. I agree. Uh, not bad. But is this his first year? No. No, oh. he's done another series. It's his first year in the Cup Series, though, I believe. No, he's done a handful of races. He's never, oh, it's, a handful. It's, and that's what he's doing this year. He's only doing a handful. He's not doing the whole the whole half a year. Kind of like Jimmy Johnson only being because in the Because you know what we get next week. I heard he was... Vegas. Danica. Wow. I, I heard he Vegas. was I heard he was uh, racing in the SRX Series again. Yes, he yes, is, because yes, he, he owns it. Yeah. He, well, but and I but didn't he like not he didn't race last year, did yeah, he? He did. He did? Sure. Okay, so he's still going he's still doing that part-time. Well, it's a it's a 6-week thing. Yeah, but he's also going drag racing. He's also going to run the, the um A-Fuel Dragster. 
And that's probably 10, 12 races. Hey, did I hear you say the word Danica? Yes. He did. Oh. Yep. I, I take a nap when she's out there. Why? Why is that? Why is that big out? Why? I don't know. She just no. No, come on, really. So you, so you don't consider her to be a racer? No, no, I do. I consider her being a very good racer. I'm not thrilled with her maybe being an announcer, but she's probably eating crow because Ricky won. Ricky won Daytona. I'm I'm not a big fan of her as a as an announcer. Uh, She's an average driver. I agree with you on that one. There are people that are better, but I you know. And she took full advantage of her assets to make money, and I don't blame her for that either. But she is not an announcer, and I don't know why they keep wanting to drag her back into that. Okay, you know, I'm kind of already bored after two weeks with uh, NASCAR today, this afternoon with NASCAR, Pick Your Nose Saturdays with NASCAR. Uh, Pick your nose. What kind of toilet paper do most drivers use with NASCAR? You know, it's, it's like, Michael, here's my beef. Here's my beef. What's your beef? Fontana. Good yes. race. Okay. Great track. Amazing okay. race. Okay. <laughs> but three hours of pre-race, 15 minutes, we got to go after yep. the race. I, what that, the hell is that? That infuriates me every time. Formula One stays an hour on And the they're air. still doing this stupid on-track post-race interview thing. Which is well, I'm going to assume that it's all about the money. What made you think that, Rick? I don't know. I it's mean, you know, there's no integrity anymore in the race. There's N-A no integrity dollar, in NASCAR anymore. And a dollar sign CAR? I'm surprised that they have that much pre-race when it's an afternoon start. Yeah, I understand when it's a noon start because there's nothing to show before that on a national level. <laughs> but when it's a 3.30 start, there's basketball games all over the place and golf and everything else. that they're, I'm surprised they eat up that long for pre-race on an afternoon start. Look. Let's get back to regular <laughs> racing. No stages, no timeouts. Race until it's over. <clears throat> I don't have a problem with stages. I have a problem with the after stage caution. I wish they would just say, that's the end of the stage, here's the points, and we keep on digging. The fact that they throw the caution has a major impact on the strategy of the whole race. If, sure. they, if, yep. they, if they just kept racing and they awarded the points, I'm fine with that. Because let's face it, everybody in the series got smart enough to realize that if you were only getting points at the end of the race, there was no reason to kill yourself for the first three quarters of the race. So everybody was just parading around and it was boring. And so stages brought racing back throughout the race. But I the, the caution is what needs to go, Michael, which they already are doing away this year on road courses. Uh, as, as a NASCAR aficionado expert, which X means has been, spurred as a drip under pressure. But anyway, um, what do you think about doubleheaders? Uh, I've always enjoyed them. Me too. Uh, they in, they in, base, in baseball, yes. They usually do not do them with cup. That was unique. Yep. Uh, most of the time, it's truck and Xfinity doubleheaders, and I think those are awesome. I think you Me get too. the the problem is do the the tracks that bring in the the races get enough value out of selling tickets? Because yeah, like at, at Martinsville, when they've had weather before, they've had to do the the doubleheader deal. They completely vacate the stands and then have everybody come back in. That way you're getting two different tickets. If it's a scheduled doubleheader, that's kind of hard to do. And the problem is these, the, the sanctioning fees to bring one of these races to your track are not cheap. And in order for the track to get their money out of them, they really need to have people in the stands. Can't sell enough hot dogs, got to sell tickets. It's just, the, it's just the way it really works. I'll tell you, we've got a cool show today. 
Okay. How and, cool is it? it How cool it's, is it's, it, Uncle It's a lot Air? cooler than it is outside. Uh, here's what's happening. What's last, happening? Last Sunday in Detroit, Michigan, the Riddler Award was awarded. And the car is flat out gorgeous. It's a Mercury that's got probably more man hours in it than the federal government has in a month. Okay. And the guy, it was won by Bruce Harvey, little shop out of Pennsylvania. Procom Customs. There it is. A great racing junk customer, too. Of course. And he's coming on the air. First interview after the event. So we've got that going. Yeah. We'll put all that stuff up on Facebook, etc. And I'll tell you what. I've talked to Bruce just for a couple minutes. His wife, Julia, is a hoot, dude. I mean, yeah. I told him, let Julia stand by just in case, you know, he uh, trips and falls as far as these interviews go. On top of that, Alan Kavana, Fox Sports, NASCAR uh, media member, is coming on. Just We haven't caught up with Alan in, well, since we've been in South Carolina. But uh, he's got a real good uh, view on most things, and we're going to talk to him about Fontana in particular, the rest of the season, etc. And then we've got a young lady named Rana Delraza, who is coming on, and her last name is Ward, so it's Delraza Ward, is coming on. She's a YouTuber who Al met up at Detroit. She's from Australia, okay? And L she... Living in Tennessee. Living in Tennessee, okay? On top of... Rick, living in Tennessee, okay? On top of that, she will be making her first media appearance at the Run to the Sun doing her YouTube thing, and we'll talk to her about that. She's quite a hoot as well, so it's going to be one heck of a show. We'll get Michael Levington on here as well to talk about how much uh, you've got to react a lot earlier these days to get into the run to the sun, or, you know, what buildings can we knock down, Michael Neff, in that particular environment over there at the old mall parking lot to give us more space? I jump. mean, the only thing you can really do is the, the rock and jump, which they changed the name to that to something different now, but... Mm -hmm. That building there would give you, what, 40 more parking spaces? Exactly. I mean, it's not going to be anything of, of substance. You don't want to take down the miniature golf course. We're already losing enough of those. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go on further to the east, there's some just residential area there that you could probably knock down. But then you're going to have to block off 27th Street. I say we just go take over the convention center. Yeah, but it's for what? The convention center parking lot? No, the whole thing. Where they can park. Now, the question is, how much are they going to charge us for that? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be more than the dirt patch eyesore costs. Okay. Yes. Well, who owns the convention center? The city. Okay. And who owns the uh, parking lot? Who owns it or who is currently the leaseholder? Well, I don't know who owns it. So I'm just Burroughs and Japen owns it. Correct. The city of Myrtle Beach is the leaseholder, which I just found out. And that really fires me up because it's bad enough that the city lets them not have it be fixed up. And now the city is the leaseholder and doesn't bother fixing the thing up. There's got to be a master plan here somewhere. Stay tuned to see if we can figure it out for you in the pits. Powered by Racing Jump. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress, it happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, 
a $30 certificate to the Lobster House, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep. Anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there. What's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass Money Machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at showtimeglass.us. Showtimeglass.us. Hey, guys and gals, are you looking to shed some fat quickly but don't have time to exercise? Himalayan Salt Therapy has your solution. Freeze off that fat fast with their cryotherapy. Clients have lost up to two inches in one treatment of this non-invasive, no-downtime procedure. Go to saltmb.com. That's saltmb.com and click My Cryo Offer at the top of the page to see how fantastic this therapy can be. What if they told you there is a special offer on this service for only $3 a minute? Hey, this is Taylor. I'm a client over here at Himalayan Salt. I've had my second session of cryotherapy done and I have lost two inches already in just two sessions. It's amazing. There's no downtime and it's ininvasive so I can get up and go right to work when I'm done and continue my daily stuff. Becky and me have become so close and she is like a personal assistant to me on keeping me on my diet routine. Becky is so great. She treats me like family in here. Check out their new location, 4025 North Kings Highway, Suite 18 in Myrtle Beach. That's Himalayan Salt Therapy. Selling your home doesn't have to be filled with drama or having to pay hidden fees. Hey, your friend Sean Hannity here to tell you, as an active investor, I firmly believe in working with the smartest local agents who sell homes in high volume, prepare your home to create the most demand when it does go on the market to sell for the highest price. And don't fill your life with drama while you wait for your home to sell. When I want to know what's happening, there's only one agent I call. I'm talking about Blake Sloan of the Sloan Realty Group. Now, more people in the Myrtle Beach area trust Blake and his team of experienced professionals when they want to buy or sell a home than any other agent. Now, he has so many buyers, he allows you to establish a deadline and a price acceptable to you. So if that deadline passes and your home is not sold, he will buy your home. And if I needed to sell a home right here in Myrtle Beach, well, I would call Blake. Call him today at 808-SOLD or online. It's blakesloan.com. Or you can just Google Sloan Realty Group and consider your home sold. Hey, welcome back, race fans, hot rodders in the pits, racing, rodding, and rocking right here. Saturdays, noon to 2 at the beach. What beach? Myrtle Beach. All right, you guys pay attention. Now, there's going to be a quiz as to what beach we're at after this particular show. Rick, you know what I'm saying? Always. Have, yeah, we need a little defibrillator I mean, if here. you don't know where you are, then... Oh. Look, I mean, look, you know... Oh, you talk, mean look who's surrounding I mean, you? Talk about the rose between two thorns here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, snap. Wow. He's calling y'all out. Let me say this about that. How much are we ahead of the curve when it comes to having special guests on this here radio show? 
The Riddler Award was announced Sunday at about 5 o'clock. Was that Central Standard Time hour? I know you weren't there. Eastern Time, around around 6. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. And joining us on the Hot Rod Hotline is Mr. Hot Rod himself, Bruce Harvey, the winner for two years in a row, by the way. That was the second year in a row, right? And the only person that's ever done that is Chip Foose, but he didn't get all seven judges to vote for him. Bruce, congratulations, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your show. Not a problem, buddy. I- I'll tell you what, looking at that car, that's a drooler. I mean, you have to serve like a like a lobster bib with that thing if you come within <laughs> 10 feet of it. Wow. <laughs> I tell you, you know, West Sand and Buffin wasn't fun. Yeah, how many coats on that thing? Well, we ended up clearing it probably three times at like uh, six, seven coats per, per time, wet sand it, and then repeat, repeat. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of clear on there. One of those paint jobs you can go swimming in, I take it. Yes, yes, yeah. To really get that, that depth and uh, to be able to do what you want with the paint, you have to have enough material. True that. Now, I'm curious, on a, on a car like that, we know that it's completely hand-built. Is there anything on there besides nuts and bolts that is not handcrafted? Um, let me think. Well, part of the dash is. And I think that's it. Part of the dash. We use part of a stock dash. The rest of the car is pretty much all hand-fabricated and changed. That's amazing. Hey, Bruce. Big Al here. How you doing, buddy? Congratulations good, again. Good. Nice to hear from you again. Yeah, long, long time no see. Uh, <laughs> I was, um, Larry kept, he sent me a couple texts. He goes, man, this car is badass. He goes, uh, I really like to see it. I said, oh, he, no, he wanted some pictures. That's so, what I wanted. I so, wanted pictures. So what does he do? He gets in contact with your wife for pictures. And I said, excuse me, it's me, it's me. I took a lot of pictures. It's like me going to an insurance guy and getting insurance from someone else who sells insurance. Excuse me. Excuse me. Would I rather have pictures from Big Al or Julie Harvey? I think Julie Harvey. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Right. So, Bruce. Well, Al, you lost that one. I know. Yeah, man. Bruce, I called it going in the door. Remember that. And Oh, you did. You did. You were quick. You know, a lot of uh, – I was pretty good with uh, seven of the eight. And if you start reading my uh, comments on my Facebook page – uh, I think everybody agreed that your car was uh, the winner going in. You know, Larry was talking about paint before. These guys have no idea what it costs now for a paint job for one of these cars. Oh, you, you, can, you can buy a house, not at the beach, but you can buy a house for what it costs to, to oh, paint easy. one of these cars these days. Oh, easy. definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, just a, just well, like on an average car that comes in the door here, you know, um, with no body work, just, uh, just prep and painting. Um, and wet sand and buffing, you're looking at about twenty grand. Unbelievable. Right. So you know, but on a car like uh, a Riddler car, it's you about know, ten it's, times, it's times four. <laughs> well, yeah, a minimum. Yes. What kind? Yes. Let, let's give a promotion to the company that supplied the paint for this car. Whose paint is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it depends on which which car, because you're always like uh, trying to use different products that uh, you know the owner might want. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Yep. Now, is that painted in your shop? I mean, designed and painted by you guys? You don't sub that out, I take it. No, no. Actually, I'm the painter. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? I mean, that's my specialty. And Al will tell you that uh, it's one of a kind. You know, you're not going to see another paint job out there like mine. No. You know, when I was there, I was walking the, walking the floor, and we were looking at a bunch of grade 8 cars, whatever. And then uh, I, pointed to, I pointed to Bruce. I said, check out that purple charger in the back down. 
That, to me, next to your car, were probably the best paint that I've seen in many, many years in Detroit. Absolutely. I mean, I went and looked at that Charger, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was flawless. It was, it was beautiful. It had the depth like we have. Right. You know, it's funny because you look at a car like this Charger, and the guy's not going for the Riddler Award. It's, it's, it's stunning. And a car like that, minimum seven $800,000 yeah. to get a car like yeah. that ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, those kind of cars are like SEMA builds. Yes. Know, so, well, let me, uh, but let me, nothing's let me, cheap, that's for sure. Let me ask you a question. Where does the mindset come from, the in, ingenuity come from? Is, is some of it from the owner, or is it basically he sits there and says, here's what I want, just build it? Uh, well, it depends on the customer. I mean, it's different all the time, but, uh, yeah, we're always, uh, you know, crazy about working outside the box, so we're always, like, like trying to plug different ways to do things, and we always want to do something different. So it, it, it's different all the time, you know. Like the Showbird, which was last year's winner, you know, all of a sudden has, halfway through the build, he says, I want to make a twin turbo. Now, at, at the time, he already had 90% of the motor done, so we, they had uh, Shafroff racing engines. They, they were the guys that uh, put the, the long block, block together, and uh, they had to totally uh, rip it apart, put different pistons in it, and all kinds of different cam. So, um, so we had to start over with the engine and then uh, move forward. Nothing sleepy about a Scott Shafroff motor, I can tell you that much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then you look at all the chrome. On you know on last year's you know the, on the Chevy, and we all know what the price of Chrome costs these days. You can you can oh, yeah. you, know, you can buy a house you know not at the beach but you can buy a house. So we met a few years I think like, three or four years ago maybe even longer when you had a, a bunch of other cars there. They were kind of unique because they were channeled. They were loaded to ground if I remember right. Um, and then you came back with the car that ended up going to uh, a good friend of ours, Bill Yorker, the one that everybody thinks that won a grade eight that was last year's car, which they uh, Ford to a Chevy. Um, and you mentioned to me you got another car in the shop that's going to be uh, hopefully debuted next year for the Riddler. Kind of rare you get three years in a row because we know how long it takes to build one of these cars. Besides building the Riddler cars, Tell us about your shop. I mean, how many guys you got? I know you're working on a bunch of other projects in there. Um, where do you know where do most of your, where do some of your customers come from? Well, we got a lot of local customers, but then we get customers from all over. You know, um, and it, it, it kind of changes every year. You know, but uh, we have 15 employees, and uh, we do a combination of mechanical, and then we do you know regular restoration. And then, uh, you know, you get uh, smaller jobs also. So we got a good combination going. Is there any better advertising than winning the Riddler? Well, that's why, that's why we're there, you know. Uh, you know, we're going to go for a third one. And uh, who knows? You know, we might want to try to uh, beat Chip Foose. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's a statement unto itself right there. Right. I mean, well, you know, it's stuck in my blood now, and I don't know how to turn back. Nor should you, Bruce. <laughs> Don't turn back now. Well, as, you know, right. as long as somebody's paying the bills, go for it. Right, right. You know, well, I, you know, when I was in Detroit, there there was a man that was uh, thinking about getting his 37 Chevy done, and he wants to go for the Riddler. So, I mean, that, that could be a fourth one. Yeah. It, it's funny because you look at a lot of these, um, you know, builders, and their style kind of looks the same. Um, you know, color, uh, just overall. But you went from 
radical last year to something so, you know, back down to earth for a custom, which a custom is not one in Detroit in a long, long time. Um, and people, you know, when they when they saw this car, they said, yeah, Bruce built this. No way Bruce built this because Bruce builds these wild things. And here you are with something that, um, you know, is very mild and, and common. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got a lot cleaner look, you know, but... Uh you know, I go as wild as I can, but, you know, some people want to tame me down, and I'm okay with that. Who's um, who, who did a design on that? Did you have, like, anybody like, you know, um, Eric Brockmeyer, any of those guys designed the, you know, original, the look on that and the shape of it? Well, you know, for the most part, um, I don't work off of renderings. I kind of communicate with the customer because you get ideas off ideas. And uh, if I did a, uh, a car off a of rendering, I know it would look a lot different when I was done. Okay. That's always good to hear. That's kind of where I was going to go. So it's more you, have a, you start with a vision in your head, and then you revise it every time you talk to the owner? Well, we commun- you know, you got to communicate every week about different things. Sure. But yeah, I mean, that's when the ideas start is when you're into it. I mean, that's even like a paint job. If I, if I was to talk about a paint job before it goes in a booth, we might get the color, but, you know, and then we take it from there. But uh, especially if it's got graphics or, or whatever I'm going to end up doing, like, like the graphics on the Merc, you know. Um, that's not easy to do because graphics are kind of dated, outdated, and, uh, but it needed it, you know. It kind of split up that fat side, and uh, since I couldn't uh, channel that, you don't channel our section Mercs. Yeah, makes sense. Before we let you go, Bruce, we're coming up on a break. Um, how long did it take you to build this car? Uh, three and a half years. Wow. Yeah, we actually had that car in a shop before the last one, but, uh, you know, the guy before, he just plugged tons of money at us, and we got it done quicker, you know. Yeah, makes sense. Well, money just money talks. Yeah. That's a terrible situation to be in. <laughs> yeah. Somebody is throwing dollars at you. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, and we work with people, and we make it happen, so it's kind of up to them. Now, forgive my stupidity here, but does this thing now go on a circuit so that it's going all over the country? Yes, yes, and we're still showing the, uh, the Riddler winner number one. Wow. You know, we're going to Chicago next next week with uh, the Showbird. you got to come south, my friend. It's warm down here. It's 85 here today. You know, we need well, that Well, you know car. what? We might end up coming south because okay. uh, we want to stretch this out for like three, four years before we hit the outdoor shows. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we don't want to burn it out right away. No, no sounds, not at all. Sounds like a plan. Well, Bruce, yep. say hello to your wife, and congratulations once again. The Riddler Award for 2023 and 2022. Uh, appreciate it, man, and just uh, keep us posted on what's going on in the shop. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Bruce, right, thanks man. for being on. For the second time in a row of the Riddler Award, the most prestigious, probably hot rod award in the world. That's correct. <laughs> That's pretty good. Right here, Myrtle Beach, in the pits, powered by Racing Junk. He called in on the Hot Rod Hotline. What else? Yeah, hot rod. So. Got a cracked windshield? Hi! 
can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Hi, I'm Rick from Merle's Inlet Seafood, here to tempt you with more seafood delicacies. I've just created our latest gourmet comfort food, crawfish fritters with carrot and zucchini. They have a hint of Creole flavor to them and pair nicely with our homemade bam-bam sauce. Our award-winning soups are on display daily, and right now I'm featuring New England clam chowder, lobster bisque, shrimp and blue crab tomato basil, and she-crab bisque. Our legendary quarter-pound jumbo lump crab cakes are made several times a day. They're 90% blue crab meat, and they're still only $9.99 each. Speaking of blue crab, we are receiving live number one and jumbo blue crabs daily, and salty local oysters are available too. So call us and reserve some today. Please come see us when you're hungry at the south end of Highway 17 Business across from Nance's Restaurant. At Myrtle's Inlet Seafood in the seafood capital of South Carolina. Here we go, Myrtle Beach. The brand new Myrtle Beach Hyundai is now open for business. Hurry on by to see the most state-of-the-art dealership in the country. From the awesome service department that automatically checks your tire wear as you drive into the spectacular new showroom filled with all the great new Hyundai models, Come on by today to experience the hometown dealership that has been in the Hyatt family since 1999. As a locally owned dealership, Myrtle Beach Hyundai's goal is to give you a great buying and service experience to everyone who enters their doors. Speaking of service, their new service area is over three times as large and is equipped with all the newest service equipment available today. Go online to HyundaiOfMyrtleBeach.com to schedule your appointment or to look through the inventory of both new and used cars and trucks. The dealership is located at 760 Frontage Road near the old Sun News building. Call 843-626-3657. Find out why everyone knows that at Myrtle Beach Hyundai, you get no games, no gimmicks, just good deals. Myrtle Beach Hyundai. Hey, welcome back, race fans, and of course, you hot rodders in the pits racing radio. Tuesday afternoons we tape, so you can have your listening pleasure with us on Saturdays from noon until 2. It is now two weeks from the move-in day of the Run to the Sun. We will be moving in on Tuesday and Wednesday. God save the Queen. Thursday, it opens. Friday, we're slamming. Saturday, we're jamming. And Sunday, see ya. Um... 
So there's been a lot of hard work into this thing this year. Very successful, I might add. Uh, we were, uh, it sold out. I mean, it's like flat out sold out. Like, don't call. Don't, don't have your grandmother call. Don't have your dog call. You ain't getting in unless somebody in, wills the tickets to you or sells them or sells them or whatever. So it's going to be an interesting time. So more information on the events that week, go to runtothesuncarshow.com. Al? You know, when Bruce left, we talked about the uh, owner of the car or owners of cars having participation in when cars are built. Yeah. It was very funny. There was a black uh, Mustang there um, with a coyote in it, and I spent some time talking, did a little interview with the, the builder. The owner never saw the car before until he came to Detroit. All he did was keep sending checks. But the owner has 135 cars in his collection. He's got the initials JL? No. I'm not sure if, if you become a real car guy when you own that many cars and you just keep writing checks. Well, obviously you got something else going on. Oh, yeah. Of which oh, yeah. Yep. money is not an issue. Nope, nope. You know, and uh, I've always dreamt of that. Me too. Keep and hoping to win that $1.9 billion lottery. So so far, I blame it on the guy that I buy my lotto tickets from every week. I try, man. Abdul, I try. Abdul, not Abdul. so much you. It's Paul. No. Oh, well, Paul. Paul, yeah. That's what you get for relying on Paul. Yeah, I'm a nice guy, Paul, though. Paul's a great guy, um, although he is a little conspiracy-focused. Very, very good. He seemed a little paranoid. Um, but anyway, um, we're trying to get Shirley Lynch on the phone, and we can't seem to raise her anywhere. So, like the Titanic? Well, I don't know. I was uh, I texted her on the way down to the station, and I didn't even hear back on that, which is unusual for Shirley. So um, we've got to sit there and play around because we've got a very tight clock. We are leaving the air today at 20 minutes before the hour of 2 o'clock for you listeners on Saturday because of Chanticleer Baseball. But rather than just sit there and wean our way out of this place like we did last week, we're going to do the In the Pits Raw, which is basically no holds barred for 20 minutes that'll be on the podcast. Steel cage match. Steel cage match. Yes. And, and okay. Krista, you are the referee. Perfect. That could okay. get fun. And, and oh, come on. The only female? I think she could take us all. Probably. She's young. She's viral. We're a bunch of old farts. <laughs> young speak, and angry. Speak for She's yourself. Viral? <laughs> speak for, your, speak for yourself. Did you just not talk about Viagra a little um, while ago? Are you talking yeah, but viral or virile? <laughs> listen to me. We all knew. I was in Detroit. I walked 25 miles well, at the show. That's because you had to. No, I didn't have to. I, I could have sat down. Somebody dropped you off 25 miles from the area and you had to walk. No, no. <laughs> it's a lot of walking in that uh, oh, I'm sure. Copo Center. But also, especially you know, on that concrete. Uh, yes, and in the last few years, I used to put carpet down, saving money, so now there's no carpet. So you have to have comfortable shoes. But you know, why I was in Detroit, I uh, finally, after going there 20 years, I had f- free time. So I went to the Forge Museum. I heard all amazing. about it. That thing's amazing. I can't believe it. I walk in the door, and there's there's a picture of me in the foreground, and there's a big airplane hanging from the sky. I said, okay, that's pretty unique need how they got it in here i make a right hand turn and i see a bunch of uh, presidential limousines some going all the way back to the 
early 1900s. I see the one Kennedy was assassinated in. I see the chair that, Inc- that Abraham Lincoln was assassinated in, the Rosa Parks bus. But how about a locomotive, a monster locomotive in this museum? Not one, but four of them. I'm assuming they took it apart and put it back together inside the museum? I'm not sure because I think I did see some you know, kind of tracks there. Uh, I was there for probably three hours, took 400 pictures. I probably could have stayed for four days there. This place has everything. It's all about American heritage. Uh, they talk about all types of cars, Ford, Chevys, uh, foreign cars, race cars, drag cars. And what's the name of it again? It's the Ford's Museum. It's in Dearborn. Um, it's, it's, a sight, it's a sight to behold. Uh, airplanes from the Wright brothers, airplanes that were used to go to the South Pole and the North Pole. The original planes are still there. Um, what else? Generators. There's How about the, big? The, the the massive equipment that oh, they yes. had there. My my dad was a mechanic by trade and worked on big machinery. The and generators. There's, there's a whole section is just nothing but big machines there, that we had to like pry him out of after a couple hours. There, there's a scary. generator there from GE and Schenectady from like 1915, and it's still working. Still running. Right? Yeah. Still running. It's uh, it's a great place to go. Well. I- you know, I've not been, but I've heard a lot about it. We could also go up to the Udvarahazi uh, Smithsonian Museum at Dulles Airport and see a lot of neat stuff. That's true. Smithsonian would be cool. I want to go to the Auburn Cord Museum in been Indianapolis there. or in Indiana. I've never been there, and I've always wanted to go. Been there. Went up there for a Mecham auction, and then one day we made an excursion down there. That place is incredible. The, the Auburn itself was just an incredible car, much like the Tucker was. I want to try the uh, the Model T factory in uh Detroit, that's still in existence where they started making the first yep. uh, Model T's. You know, it's amazing. I look at some of the cars that Henry Ford made. And, yes, Henry Ford did make an electric car prior to the Model T. Yep. So, so well, suck well, you, on that there, <laughs> Tesla. All you Tesla fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> look at Krista. She's, like, shaking Elon. her head. Elon. <laughs> and it didn't catch fire either. It also didn't run into a parked ambulance on the side of the road. Oh or drive it yourself. Yep, I'm sitting here making notes. Uh, how, how long to a break, Rick? Making notes. Of making notes. Here you need a, that have you need a pen. Tesla's? No, I got a pen. I have a lot of pens here. No, he says okay. three. Okay, cool. <laughs> three for Dale. All right, I'm just trying to figure out how to balance this show since we can't find Shirley, which is I, she's probably hopefully at her. Hopefully uh, she's okay at the I TGI mean, Fridays on Tuesday. Knowing she's been having some health issues, it I always pick, makes me nervous when we can't. I'll get pick older. eight, even though she didn't give us anything. All right, we can do that. Krista, how many car shows? Um, I'm gonna say car events. Ten. Events. Ten events. Okay, Rick. I'm gonna say at least eleven. Ooh. Ooh, Larry. Fourteen. Oof, I was going for 11 myself, so I'll take 12. All right. Okay. We'll have to get to the bottom of this. Well, we'll, we'll try our best. We'll try to reach her as soon as we possibly can. But anyway, I, I want to get the clock back on on Tick-tock, tick-tock. Um, Rick, can we take an early break? Is that possible? Yeah, let's just take an early break. We'll get Barbara on the phone and then just push on through. We have more guests, too. We do. Woo! <laughs>
Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this! Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Hey guys and gals, are you looking to shed some fat quickly but don't have time to exercise? Himalayan Salt Therapy has your solution. Freeze off that fat fast with their cryotherapy. Clients have lost up to two inches in one treatment of this non-invasive, no-downtime procedure. Go to saltmb.com. That's saltmb.com and click My Cryo Offer at the top of the page to see how fantastic this therapy can be. What if they told you there is a special offer on this service for only $3 a minute? Hey, this is Taylor. I'm a client over here at Himalayan Salt. I've had my second session of cryotherapy done and I have lost two inches already in just two sessions. It's amazing. There's no downtime and it's ininvasive, so I can get up and go right to work when I'm done and continue my daily stuff. Becky and me have become so close and she is like a personal assistant to me on keeping me on my diet routine. Becky is so great. She treats me like family in here. Check out their new location, 4025 North Kings Highway, Suite 18 in Myrtle Beach. That's Himalayan Salt Therapy. Selling your home doesn't have to be filled with drama or having to pay hidden fees. Hey, your friend Sean Hannity here to tell you, as an active investor, I firmly believe in working with the smartest local agents who sell homes in high volume, prepare your home to create the most demand when it does go on the market to sell for the highest price. And don't fill your life with drama while you wait for your home to sell. When I want to know what's happening, there's only one agent I call. I'm talking about Blake Sloan of the Sloan Realty Group. Now, more people in the Myrtle Beach area trust Blake and his team of experienced professionals when they want to buy or sell a home than any other agent. Now, he has so many buyers, he allows you to establish a deadline and a price acceptable to you. So if that deadline passes and your home is not sold, he will buy your home. And if I needed to sell a home right here in Myrtle Beach, well, I would call Blake. Call him today at 808-SOLD or online. It's blakesloan.com. Or you can just Google Sloan Realty Group and consider your home sold. Hey, welcome back, race fans, into Pitts Racing Radio. Saturdays, noon to 2, right here at the beach. Chris and Nicole in the studio. Mike Neff, Big Al, Rick Roberts, and I am Larry O. Of course, joining us on the Hot Rod Hotline is the hottest person selling automobiles. The hottest on the lot. In the eastern portion of the United States of America, um, says Big Al. Barbara from Riverside Auto Sales. Hey, Barb. Hey, how are you? Uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, we can't find Shirley, you know. So put out an APB, would you please? 
Charlie? Yeah. I know she she has to go in for a surgery. I've seen that, but uh, I did see her on the on the airwaves earlier today. Okay. All right. Well. We won't be ultra concerned. But anyway, back to you. Oh, Race weekend that starts racing for you in the 2023 season. starts this week for the Riverside Auto Racing Clan. Uh, what we got yeah. going on? We have our driver here with us today. Kevin is uh, joining us today. We're uh, it's all ra- You know these boys, all racing all the time now, from yeah. now until forever, it seems. Well, I mean, it's kind of in your DNA, you know. I'm Kev- excited about this year, though. I'm yes. excited. Seriously. Kevin, how you doing, man? What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, man, I'm, I'm missing you guys over here at the Grand Strand Brewery, but we're going to rectify that on the uh, 14th, or is it the 15th? The 15th, we'll be having a little after-the-run party for all of us to get set up and ready to have a crowd attack us for three days. We'll be over there with uh, our little beer tokens and et cetera, so hope to see you guys there. Uh, other than that, man, I got nothing going on. We'll still be there. I'm, heck, I'm still wearing my shirt with all the stickers on it. He came, yeah, he came walking in today with his T-shirt with a racing junk sticker on it. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think he, he washed it yet. I think it's, he's going to hold on to this for the whole year. Don't it's change. It's going to be his symbol for the year. We might have yeah. to get him a real racing junk shirt. We can, That's no problem. We know somebody. He, he may appreciate that very much. If anybody in the world would appreciate that, it would be Kevin, for sure. I have a few. No problem. Make, well, I'll make and it he happen. would wear that proudly for you. Well, Guaranteed. He, here's the thing. The Dick Broadcasting wonderful automobile for WRNN, the Aztec, okay, has a racing junk sticker on it now, and no one dares come close or even tries to steal it now. Think about that. Really? Yep. Yep. It's like having a bounty on your car. Mind-blowing. It is. It is. So is the bounty. <laughs> yes. All right, so what time does this race kick off on Saturday for those of us that sleep on the rocks? I believe racing starts at 3. I believe the green flag flies at 3 o'clock. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Give me a moment. Mike is taking You a don't know? I'm, I'm ashamed of you, I Mike. Do I not. thought you would have known that for sure. He wore a long sleeve. That one green flag flies at three. Oh, I was going to tell you, he wore a long sleeve shirt today, so he can't see the schedule tattooed to his left arm. It's 80 degrees outside, dude. I, I know. When's the last time you saw me wearing a long sleeve shirt? That I don't know. Yeah. We don't. It's been about three years ago. I never wear long sleeve shirts unless I have a suit on. I don't keep track of that. That's but we are thing. excited for Saturday. We, uh, First year full-time in Florence, so we don't know what it's going to bring. Um, flat track, I think Kevin is more excited about that than anybody. I think he's more used to that than the banking at Dillon. I think he likes them both. If we could race them both, we probably would, but who knows what the year will bring. Yeah, no, who knows? no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's move over to the party, party that pays for all this stuff and talk about Riverside Auto Sales and Repair. What's, uh, well, the Mustang's finally gone. No way. Wow, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah, imagine that. Seriously, we, we need a party. A pony well, party. Well, it's already back for a clutch, but it's sold. Well, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But yeah, yeah it's sold. Well, cool. Was this a yeah. person who wasn't used to a manual transmission? Uh, so, I mean, you know, they, are, they can all drive them. But uh, I guess he needed to um, sharpen his skills up a little bit. I see. Gotcha. <laughs> So he lost some rubber in addition to a clutch. You know, I said he lost some rubber in addition to the clutch. 
He may have. I didn't look at the tires. I'm not sure if Louie got that, um, if Louie looked at it that close. It may still be sitting on the rollback. I'm not sure we care about it too, too much. Okay. Um, but uh, we have the parts here. We're getting to it. It will be fixed um, probably after we race. It's not important as important as that cube was to get fixed. So Thank we, you have, for we that. have our priorities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what have we picked up new or what's hot on a lot that we need to get rid of for you today? I really, truly need to get rid of this 08 Audi. I will mark it down to fifty nine ninety nine, and I will do it for $1,000 down. Wow. <coughs> yes. And a nice it's a nice vehicle. car. It's got 142,000 miles. Um, I did take it this morning to have my cortisone shots in my spine at Conway Medical Center. does drive nice. AC is nice and cold. It is a nice little car. Well, good deal. That's an A4? And I'm not sure if my whip. What's that? Is that an A4? It is with a turbo. A3, A4, whatever it takes. No, turbo. A4. I'm not sure if my website is updating because I just switched software and the feed site is... I'm having a technology problem over here, but I'm trying to get a handle on it. It should be updating, but I'm not 100% sure. Did you get your side-by-side -side monitor to work side-by-side? -side? <sighs> no. Dang. Very sore subject, Michael. Sorry. No, not yet. I was going to throw the whole thing out in the highway, but... That would have been expensive, so I did not do that. By the way, a suggestion for Saturday, don't let Louie or Kevin get over there near those modifieds, because if they do, you'll probably end up spending a lot more money on race cars than you really already do. Yeah, no, 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 negative, good negative, Ghost Rider, that's not going to happen, no. Well, what modified no, no, no. series is coming in? Smart Tour. Oh, nice. Okay. Bobby now, Labonte be there in his cookout ride. Are we a fan of my race pass, Michael? I am. Do you use? Okay, I was wondering because I'm going to use it, so I wasn't sure if I should. But okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, you beat I'm the lines. Sure. Anytime you don't have to wait in a line is a good thing. Okay. And good to know. Go. Good to know. Get the insider so scoop that, on that's Florence. Where we're at. All right, cool, cool. So we still haven't talked. The, the Audi's hot on the lot. It's going down the road this afternoon. For give me that number one more time. I will sell that $5,500, or I'll do it for $1,000 down. Yes. Nice little A4. It is a pretty car. Well, excellent, Barbara. Appreciate that. Kevin, if I don't see you between now and Green Flag, good luck. best of luck to you, man, okay? I'll tell him. They, um, he just went out to um, Jackie Russ's to get some lug nuts for the car. You lost him. Tell him but stay, I'll let him know. Tell him to stay out of the trees. There you go. I, I definitely will. That is definitely on our agenda not to uh, not to be going there this this Saturday for sure. Either that or get Leif Erickson back on the car. Yeah, there you go. Well, we have um, we have Wayne coming and uh, his girl coming down to uh, set it up with us. I believe this evening. So uh, maybe I'll go live when when they're here and yeah, we'll I, be parked right next to them. So it ought to be interesting. That'll be cool. Sounds like fun. Well, yeah. Barbara, let Michael tell everybody how to get in touch with you. Anytime you want to get auto sales or repairs, make sure you reach out to Riverside Auto Sales and Repair Center, 843-756-4888. That is 843-756-4888. Located in beautiful Loris, South Carolina, 3752 Highway 9 East. Once again, 843-756-4888. Man, that's professional. Thank you. That's unbelievable. I try. All right. Thank you, Barbara. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Okay. Talk to you Have soon. Have a good one. Wow. Calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline to sell hot rods, race cars, etc., etc. Actually, they have that other car, the 98, that they had at the uh, 
Grand Strand Brewery up for sale at a very reasonable price. And it's pretty. You'd look really good driving back and forth to the studio in that, Krista. I don't think I'd be able to legally. I don't legally. believe it's street legal is the problem. What, but we but we can make it street legal. Yeah, Just put a license I don't plate think on it. it. No, you got to have working taillights and turn signals. Trust me. Been it's there, done that. something. <laughs> been there, done that. Had one for Myrtle Beach Speedway, and they decided, well, they. Someone decided that it would look better parked in the lobby of the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina, instead of driving around handing out free passes for races and drawing attention to the racetrack. People always got to mess stuff up. So That's why we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. So there's some clairvoyant genius type that did this? I would never call him clairvoyant nor a genius, but yes, someone who paid the bills. So you got to do what they say. Okay, sounds good to me. But so, speaking of street legal, Joey Logano has a street legal ASA late model. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep, drives around Mooresville every now and then. We should figure out... Where are they on the 25th of March? Schedule, schedule, where's my schedule? I need a schedule, got to have a schedule, yeah. schedule, schedule. By the way, schedule. the 25th of March, for you all up there in the Charlotte, Concord, Mooresville area. Ah, they're in we Coda. Will be, we will be at the Hotchkiss uh, anniversary, I guess birthday, in conjunction with... 30th uh, anniversary. 30th anniversary for Hotchkiss, what is it, 150? 150th anniversary in Mooresville. Mooresville, wow. And you know, when we go up there, you never know who you're going to run into. Yeah, we'll find somebody that's 150 years old, I'm sure. Well, we were close. But yeah, they're at Circuit of the Americas. We probably can't get Joey to come back and drive the car over for that. Unless probably whether we not. get his wife to drive it over. Are we doing a cool. podcast from there? As the, we're doing a full-on radio show. I know, I, I know. It's just what was written in the uh, flyer. Well, the ah. flyer is being redone. So as Re- to have the notable... Redid. We're going to redid it. Notable evidence as to exactly what an appearance by us is. So we'll be personally appearing at the Run of the Sun on the 18th of March, live from noon until 2, plus other things that we're going to do. We're trying to drag Mr. Rick Roberts over there. Uh, I've, I've got uh, I've got a line now. Let, listen to this. Hummer Stretch Limo, Rick. Pick you and your honey up. Yeah, yeah, sounds pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And ride all the way to Mooresville? No, no, to Run of the Sun. Oh, gotcha. Pick, uh, Linda, only, pick only, Linda up. Only one catch, though. Well, oh, uh, got to tip the driver? No. Oh. You are the driver. Oh, well, so I got to drive it? Yeah. And it's a limo? 35-footer. You don't want me to drive that thing. There won't be no run to the sun, I'll tell you that. He has a hard time driving <laughs> oh the Aztec. See, we didn't need to cross that barrier, <laughs> <laughs> but you decided to go there. He's not a bad driver. That's no, we're right. talking You've about the Aztec. I've, I've been he's, in there. He's an excellent driver. Friday is fish steaks. <laughs> it's what he's driving in could be the problem. Well, you know, this 40 is, seconds until I shut y'all up. This is, <laughs> this is what it takes to lose control over a radio we're show on the spiraling FM. out of control. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's just absolutely, this is the end of the first hour. We've got a short second hour because of Chanticleer Baseball. Best in ball. the pits, powered by Racing Junk. We'll be right back after this.
Air on. Power on. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main, the best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts, where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood, helping racers in their time of need. Now, here's the pit crew. Hey, welcome back, race fans. And, of course, you Hot Rodders, our number two of In the Pits, racing, rodding, and rocking. We've done some serious rodding. You know, having Bruce on on the air there, Al. You know, Mr. Uh, Riddler Award himself. Two number two. Ro- two years in a row. That and is, going for three. That is phenomenal stuff. Beautiful you know? that's, car. That's remarkable to win that thing twice in a row. I mean, it's. Absolutely. Rick Roberts running the board. Kristen Nicole sitting over here. Being very pleasant, wearing her number 18 shirt, wishing she could take the one off. We need I'm, to get you an 8 shirt, don't we? We do. I might just get one when I go home today. What, do you have shirts at home? Maybe. Well, okay. <laughs> Secrets out. Fanatics. shirts Fanatics.com Love or whatever. Fanatics. Mike Neff coming out of your left ear. Big Al leaving to my right. This is Larry O. And as we constantly journey throughout the wild world of motorsports, you never know who Big Al is going to run into. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not real sure how this occurred, but I thank you that it has because I've talked to our next guest this morning. She is a adept YouTuber, especially in the hot rod and uh, the racing world. She's from Australia, and her name is Raina Afzal Ward. Raina, how gotta, are you? We got to get Rick to talk to her in his Aussie voice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Good day, everybody. How's it going? Good day. Beautiful accent. You know, you know, well, Al. Thank you. Did did Al tell you that he's got uh, alligators in his backyard? Uh, of course, that's not, <laughs> no, that's, you missed that. A, no, it's the front yard. <laughs> it's, it's Al Dundee here. You know what I'm saying? Australians deal with crocodiles, not alligators. Well, whatever. You know, prehistoric looking nice. creatures like Al. Nice. I'm not surprised with Big Al with that kind of a name. I'm guessing he'd have a few alligators in the front yard. Yeah, seriously. And uh, the cool thing for all of you out there in a uh, in, in the pits land is Ron is going to be joining us at the run to the sun in the media center, doing YouTube videos, interviewing all kinds of personnel. She told me that she would yep. save you for last now. Thank you. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> when the whole day is worn out, the sun's down. You've got the best. So, so Ron, the first obvious question is you're from Australia. You're here in yep. the United States in Tennessee, actually. What prompted you to leave the Dan, the, the land down under to come up here and start doing what you're doing. Exactly, you lot there in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the car scene, honestly. Um, the car scene, American classics, uh, it doesn't get better than that. Um, car shows, nobody does it better than here. And of course, the um, car folk, American car folk is like none other in the whole world. And that just keeps me chasing one car show after the other. And mingling with everybody, asking them all these questions, dumb questions to some, but for me, everything is fascinating. So I've been reading a lot about these these guys on YouTube, and there's a, the one dude that's got a billion-something subscribers that gives out money mm-hmm. like candy. Um, 
I mean, I know it's a job, but from a work standpoint, how much time and effort goes into every single video that you put out there and cultivating your subscribership? It's a lot, um, to be honest. What started off as a fun hobby is actual work now. Um, it's still fun. When I'm out there at the shows talking with people, it's, it's an absolute blast and there's no work there at all besides making sure that all my batteries are charged up and my camera is working fine. But the real work is coming back and um, putting everything together and a little bit of editing. I don't do much editing. It depends what channel um, is out there and how much editing gets involved. I like to keep it a bit more raw. So, um, but it does take a bit of time in processing and then, of course, uploading it onto YouTube and hitting the right um, uh, market to okay. reach the video. Okay, and then the other right question that i got to ask, and I know this is stupid, but are you friends with Ozzy Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I'm like, he's the most famous Australian YouTuber. I thought all of you would like, hang out and have coffee together. No, no, because my YouTube started right here less than 10 months ago. Um, from Tennessee, so I, I don't know him. I was not doing this in Australia. Right on. Well, we'll have to get you two together because I think we need to have Ozzy Man on the Raina channel. That yeah. would be very interesting, actually, to get his perspective on things. Hey, Rana, it's Al. Do you know an mm -hmm. Australian hot rodder? Um, he now lives in the United States, lives in Texas. His name is Les Winters. Ring a bell to you? Les Winters, No. Okay, I'll have to introduce you to him. Uh, I met him many, many years ago. Uh, he was a drag racer in Australia. He's living here in the United States and an uh, avid uh, hot rodder in Texas. Okay. Okay. Oh, I would, I would love to meet him. I would love to meet other Australians who are in the hot rodding um, scene because I didn't know much about it. Like I said, the scene back there, while there is still car clubs and car gatherings, it's nothing like the American scene here. I know more Americans and the people from the car show here in 10 months than I would have ever known in Australia, honestly speaking. Well, we got kind of a different demographic when it comes to transportation. I know in the UK, most everybody travels mass transit by train, north, south, mm -hmm. locally, or what have you. Uh, here in the United States, we have way too much land for the train to be profitable anymore, so we fly everywhere or drive. So what's it 100%. like in Australia? Is, is, is there... It's trains and buses. Okay. Trains and buses everywhere, especially where I grew up in Sydney. Um, it's a big metro city, and um, you can get a bus or a train to anywhere you want, and it's actually very easy. Whereas here, um, you need a car yep. uh, to get anywhere, but the best thing is with the American roads, and if you love driving like I do, you wouldn't want to get on a train packed with, you know, 200 other people around you. No, I completely agree. That's why I'll take a seven-hour car trip back to D.C. then sit there and take an hour and 20-minute plane trip. Of course, that turns into mm. five hours anyway. So <laughs> what true. what prompted you to go to Autorama and, and go to Detroit? And, and meet me. <laughs> no, that, that's just considered bad luck. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's a horrible, that's that was the horrible development of the trip. <laughs> no, it was fabulous because it got me right here speaking with all of you. So, um I heard about the Autorama. So like I said, I've been covering the car shows. I've done uh, many good guys and um, the Truck Nationals from Rod Run, Shades of the Past. And I've developed a little bit of a community here in the online world. And many people tell me, you've got to get to Detroit. That's the big one. Well, of course, that's where it all started. I knew a little bit about that. 
So um, it was a bit of a last-minute decision, and um, I decided to go, and I had so much fun that I'm heading off to Chicago on Saturday to see the Autorama there. So there you go. Well, good deal. You know, it's so let's go. Let's talk bucket list now, okay, now that you're here. Uh, mm-hmm. What is that you haven't done that you have a burning passion to do? Well, I've got to get to run to the sun. Amen. There you I go. Have, there we go. <laughs> I have to Thank you ding, for ding, reading ding, your ding, script. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Five bonus points. <laughs> There's no script. Not here and not on my channel. But no, run to the sun. So many people have mentioned it. I mean, the registration is already booked and it's filled up. So that alone says a lot about what's happening at that event. Um, it's at Myrtle Beach. Great location. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's outdoors. I'm looking forward to getting some sun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's uh, basically why we're all here, quite frankly. There you go. So, Rana, how, to to <laughs> how, how do we find you on YouTube? Because there's a few Ranas so, out here. I bet there is. Um, so, my channel is Rana's Radar, um, R-A-N-A-S space Radar. And you hop on there and you'll find out exactly what's happening on the radar. Um, you see a lot of the car shows and car events, like I mentioned um, but mainly what you will find is what I call car interviews, but they're just casual chats between me and the car owners. And um, the American classic cars are brilliant to look at, but what I find fascinating is the stories behind these um, cars and the journeys people go through. For example, I met Al, you know, as we mentioned, at um, Detroit. And as we're talking, one of the things, one of the first things he does, he pulls out his phone and he shows me his beautiful patina, the 32 Ford. And the smile he's got on his face, you can just see the love between him and this classic. And, um, and that's what I love, and that's what I want to capture on my film, to get the journeys between what the people have done, how much the car means, and why they love that particular car. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, I am sure that you shock people to a small extent for the fact that you've got an Australian accent. You don't have a big mm-hmm. curly Q mustache and a, and a slanted hat like some of the guys do that chase classic cars. <laughs> and, and carry a like knife. That. Yeah, and w- whatever. But, I, I mean, my burning question right now, Ron, is so how did you get to meet Al? Well, I met Al at um, Detroit. You know, I was interviewing somebody right there, and um, I had spoken to <laughs> and, Mike by email. And Al came up and tried to get him to get on a racing jump. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, he's actually in my latest video. You'll see us exactly talking and chatting about, um, especially Gasoline Alley. I'm super excited about that. And uh, we just met, and often people, you know, stop by and talk to me. And I think Al didn't have um, difficulty spotting the girl walking around and hassling people with a GoPro in her in her hand. So. You know, I'm, I introduced her to Bruce. Yes. She had a great interview with Bruce. Excuse me. Yep. Then I introduced her to a friend of mine, a grade eight winner last year, a racing junk customer, a uh, gentleman named uh, Glenn, Glenn C. Yep. Uh, kind of unique because we're talking, and Ron is um, videotaping everything, and unfortunately it was kind of low, the volume was kind of low because of the crowds. And we're talking about Glenn's shop and the Glenn's shop. And Glenn's been on the radio, and his shop is called Taj Mahal. It's in uh, Tennessee. And Rana just stops for one second. <laughs> and she could say, I could see it in her eyes like, no way. So, Rana, <laughs> I'll let you fill in the blanks what happened when I said, here's a friend of mine, Glenn C., from Taj Mahal in Tennessee. Yep. 
Well, as soon as you said Taj Mahal, I thought to myself, I think he means Garage Mahal. I'm sorry, yes. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this sounds very familiar because I have been looking at some of the local shops here and some of the dealerships as well. Like I mentioned, I was over at Streetside Classics in Tampa Bay and um, had a great interview there and saw some of the cars they had in St. Simon's. And um, and across my research, I had seen Garage Mahal. So as he's talking and telling me, and I said, I just interrupted him. I said, all right, so where is it located? And uh, he starts talking. It's near the Smoky Mountains, you know, just south of Knoxville. It's a nice little town called Maryville. And I just burst out laughing. I'm like, it is the one. I know your shop. I've been meaning to come in there. So like, it's a small world. It's an absolute small world, the car scene. You know, I want to <laughs> invite you, not that it's my duty to invite you, but for the first time in its third year, I went to the Chattanooga Motor Motoring Festival in downtown Chattanooga okay. where there was vintage uh, race cars on an oval, not an oval track, but a small road course. Uh, Ferraris, I mean, Jay Leno was there. Wayne Carini was there. Uh, Chip Foose was there. Uh, I will make sure that you get on the mailing list for that particular event because this is this is like Amelia Island. It's almost like Pebble Beach in a way. It's a Concours d'Elegance. They also have V8 Saturday where they bring in American muscle cars. Uh, it's, nice. it's just a, you know, and, and the media is welcomed like unbelievable. I mean, I could walk up and have a discussion with Chip Foose and Wayne Carini, you know, put the mic wow. out in front of them. And, and, and we were all like laid back. It wasn't like you were just doing a regular media stint. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, mm. you know, that event is, and that's what, an hour and a half from you? Chatter- yeah, Chattanooga's not far at all. Yeah. When is it on? Uh, it's in September. It's in September. The, the weather was spectacular. Um, of course, we don't see much uh, mountains anymore being here at the beach, but it was it was just yeah. uh, just a great time. And there's there's other events like that. Uh, you know, I'd be interested once we get to meet each other in a couple of weeks. Actually, uh, I think I told yep. you earlier we are turning one of the big tents in our area into a media center, so there'll be table, chairs, power, and everything else there for anybody in the media to upload or to. Uh, basically enhance any of their photos, videos, do their editing, and recharge themselves and the equipment as well. So we look forward to having you as part of that. I mean, like, a lot. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. You know, the only word I heard there is recharge. There you and go. That's exactly what I need exactly. when I'm out there walking. Yeah. We will have I've, a... been, I've walked six hours, seven hours straight, and sometimes I just need a chair to sit down um, and have a drink or something. So I will and, definitely be under that tent and, and um, getting a bit recharged. And have a generator that you can plug your phone into yeah. so that it gets charged back up is always a and good it, deal. And it's a whisper so, generator, so it doesn't make any noise. How? How? What was it that prompted you to move to the United States? I've been, um, look, my husband and I have been frequent travelers of the States for 10 years, almost on a yearly or year and a half basis. So we knew we loved the States, uh, we love the South in particular, and um, we've been coming back and forth. And in 2021, when our 2020 vacation got cancelled, we said, no, nah, that's not happening. Like, we just packed up, sold everything, and said goodbye to everyone, and uh, made our way over without looking back <laughs> with one-way tickets. So how funny is it that people around here think we have big bugs? Because Australians have enormous <laughs> bugs compared to the bugs we have here. Is it funny that they think we have big bugs? You know what? It depends on the kind of bugs you're talking about and what bugs you like and what you don't like. Um, I don't mind spiders. 
So I know a lot of Americans are, get squeamish about that, but I don't mind spiders. Um, snakes, even then, I don't mind them. Cockroaches, you know, the roaches, they, they, they get to me. And Australia's got those big ones. And I know Florida's got them and Texas has got them, but at least in Tennessee, they're not so bad. That's good. You can ride the ones from Florida and Texas. Yeah, the ones in Australia, they hurt them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Ronald, we got to let you go. We're coming up on a break. The producer's telling me, I don't know whether he's telling okay. me he's going to break my neck or we just got to take a commercial break sometimes. But, but we'll uh, see you in uh, less yes. than three weeks. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Looking forward to everybody. Thank you so much for having me. We'll post everything uh, on our Facebook pages and our emails and websites as well. Thank you, Ronald. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, guys. Ronald was calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline, but from Tennessee, not from Australia, okay? We're going to take a quick break. We've got Alan Cavana coming up, and uh, I think we might have caught up with Shirley. We'll see. In the pit, powered by Racing Junk. We'll be right back. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress, it happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, a $30 certificate to the lobster house, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep. Anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there. What's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass money machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at ShowtimeGlass.us. ShowtimeGlass.us. Looking for an easy way to receive your monthly electric bill that doesn't require a trip to the mailbox? Enroll in Ori Electric Cooperative's e-bill program today. It's free, secure, and eco-friendly. Any member who signs up as a new participant in our e-bill program between now and 11.59 p.m. on February 28th will be automatically entered into a prize drawing. Since Valentine's Day is this month, we're making this promotion a little sweeter. That's right, we're upping the prizes. Members who enroll will have the chance to win one of five $100 electric bill credits. We love the chance to celebrate our members and how much they mean to us. For more information, visit our website, oriaelectric.com, and scroll down to the featured section of the homepage. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Ori Electric Cooperative Incorporated is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Hey guys and gals, are you looking to shed some fat quickly but don't have time to exercise? Himalayan Salt Therapy has your solution. Freeze off that fat fast with their cryotherapy. Clients have lost up to two inches in one treatment of this non-invasive, no-downtime procedure. Go to saltmb.com. That's saltmb.com and click My Cryo Offer at the top of the page to see how fantastic this therapy can be. What if they told you there is a special offer on this service for only $3 a minute? 
Hey, this is Taylor. I'm a client over here at Himalayan Salt. I've had my second session of cryotherapy done and I have lost two inches already in just two sessions. It's amazing. There's no downtime and it's ininvasive so I can get up and go right to work when I'm done and continue my daily stuff. Becky and me have become so close and she is like a personal assistant to me on keeping me on my diet routine. Becky is so great. She treats me like family in here. Check out their new location, 4025 North Kings Highway, Suite 18 in Myrtle Beach. That's Himalayan Salt Therapy. Hey, welcome back, race fans, into Pitts Racing Radio, right here from the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, noon to 2 on Saturdays, uh, so we can go racing this weekend. I guess we're going to Florence, I suppose. Looking two, that way. Two weeks, we're going to the Run to the Sun right here in downtown Myrtle Beach, and then two weeks after that, we will be in North Carolina for the Hotchkiss 30th Reunion at Hotchkiss Performance. It's the week after. It's the week after, not two weeks after. Is it the week after? Yes, twenty fifth. Oh man, I gotta get the bus all loaded up, man. Gotta Jeez. get you. Gotta get you a calendar. Now I have an assistant and a dictionary. An assistant now. But you notice uh, and a GPS. You notice, Mister Mike, that we <laughs> haven't any issues yet today. We have not had a bad numbers. phone number, thanks to Kristen. And look at no, 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 no. I'll give you credit for it, but Thank every you. single phone number, including our next guest, was put on there correctly by me. And calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline is NASCAR's veteran reporter, media, Fox Sports, and every other thing under the sun, Mr. Alan Kavana. Hey, Alan, how you been? Uh, I've been great. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Yeah, I guess I, I'm on a little bit of everything <laughs> nowadays. That yeah. you are, brother. That you are. So... Lately, you've been Mr. California. We saw the pictures from when they were doing the, the track at the stadium, and we've heard discussions about Fontana. What is the official word of Fontana's reconfiguration? And I saw today announcement of land sale. Yeah, well, I mean, officially from NASCAR, the latest word is wait and see. Uh, we have an announcement coming soon, right? We have more details coming soon because you know it, it's just nothing concrete it feels like at the moment i mean we've heard that, and this goes back a long time it started with reporting from the athletics but that yes fontana the two mile track was going to be converted into a half miler this sort of hybrid uh bristol martinsville if you will another short track on the schedule and that it was going to happen, and then we heard Fontana was officially not going to be on the schedule next year because of the construction that was about to happen. But then it started getting a little gray area as if when and is that actually going to happen with the half mile. And it was just a lot of up in the air. And then last week, the Sports Business Journal confirmed and reported that NASCAR has sold off a majority of the land that it owns out there, keeping about 90 acres for some sort of future project, and that's what we hope to hear, you know, concrete plans for. So I guess what we know is what's being reported in the public record. There's been a land sale. NASCAR has kept a small portion of what they own. Uh, and that we'll learn more, I believe, in March about the concrete plans, about what happens in Fontana. We do know we will not be there in 2024 racing. Well, that is the thing I was trying to figure out. Did they hire the North Carolina DOT to do the conversion from two miles to a half mile? Because they said <laughs> during the 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 clash that not only weren't they going to be on for 2024, but they weren't going to be on for 2025. And it's like, 
you've already got stands there. You've already got garages. It would seem to me that there shouldn't be that much to have to convert. But if they've done a major land sale, they may be completely repositioning the whole facility. Yes, and those are the questions that that really need answers. And again, if the concrete plan is to continue with that half-mile track, we know they've retained some land, but uh, until they answer the question, it's all speculation in terms of why we know why not 2024, but why not 2025? Uh, What is the plan for the L.A. market? Clearly, you know, the Clash uh, people, that's a popular event. They announced a sellout crowd for the last Fontana event at the two-miler. There, there's obviously a market out there that needs to be seized upon, uh, and maybe that's what they're trying to best figure out. But we need, we have to wait and see, unfortunately, for the most concrete of answers. Speaking of season on markets, I've also seen your videos from North Wilkesboro, and that thing is coming right along at a rapid pace. Um, and, and you made a comment in it that race-ready is a little different in NASCAR's eyes than in the public's eyes. How far out from the All-Star race do they have to have everything in place to conduct the race? Yeah, well, race-ready and event-ready, I think, was how I put it in terms of, you know, the big event is in May. That's when everybody's coming. you got to worry about parking and making sure the concession stands are on. But in terms of having the track race-ready, in a few weeks, I mean, March is tomorrow already. Crazy. In March, they're having a tire test there at North Wilkesboro. So that means it has to be race-ready. That means all the, the safer barriers have to be installed. Everything has to be paved in the new infield so they can park haulers somewhere, right? Little things like that. They have to have the lighting up there. It's a whole new fencing and lighting system that all has to be ready, not by the May All-Star date. It has to be ready by the March um, tire test date so they get some data and know what they know what they're going to have to do when they come back in may so they're really rushing to get that part done and to see the progress over the last few months they've been nice enough to invite us up we were last up there in december and i can tell you there was no pit road everything that had all been dug up the whole infield had been dug up um and we get there you know what was it last week and the safer barriers are going in the pit road is all done. Most of the infield had been done and paved over drainage issues that they all had there because that place was old and untouched for a long, long time. For sure. So now racing ready. It'll be soon. Uh, fan amenity, you know, event ready. That's coming in May. And I look forward to being there because it, it will be a big event. No doubt. Now, are they keeping the, the hoisted victory lane? I hope they are. They are. Awesome. They had it last year for that cars tour event. And, um, it, you know, I got to tell you, it looks a little rickety. It is from, the, uh, I don't know how much they're going to touch that, but so yeah, if you don't know, North Wilkesboro has always had this cool like, kind of car elevator where they, they hoist the car up and they run it on top of the media center. And that's where victory lane is. That's original. That's all staying. They probably got to oil it up a little bit and do some OSHA work, but um, that that is staying. That is a tradition they want to keep around. Yeah, that was something in 2010 when Alton brought the thing back. That was a major effort to get that thing functional again, having sat there for the better part of 14 years without running. But, I mean, I, I'm excited for it for sure. Uh, I was curious. I saw the pictures the other day. They tore down the, the stands on the backstretch, which – of the stands that were there in 2010, those seem to be the most structurally sound. Why did they decide to take those down off the backstretch? Yeah, you know, they. I, I think that'll, uh, you know, I don't know the exact reason in terms of their 
you know, looking at something and then really looking at it when you get down in the ground, just how it was explained to us, uh, you know, what can be saved, what can be uh, fixed, if you will, and still maintained. There were some, there was some hope and there was some reality. So I guess, you know, on the back stretch, there were some stands there that just needed to be taken down because they can actually add more temporary stands for the race weekend. So gotcha. it'll give them the opportunity to, you know, put more, pack the stands a little more by bringing more some temporary stands back there. They had to add a whole new building in turn four because the building that was there, it just wasn't going to, wasn't going to keep up to standards for actually having a huge event. And so they had, they're rebuilding a whole thing. What they like to call it is a resto mod, like in the car culture right now. They want to keep the, the old look. They're promising to keep the old look of the place but restore it with all the bells and whistles that you need for, you know, whether it be sweets or entertaining or just having good food concessions or amenities for fans. It'll look old, but it'll feel new, and, and that's what they that's what they're maintaining and promising Love with it. North Wilkesboro. Now, Alan, this is Larry. I'm going to ask you to take out your crystal ball. Let's go a little yeah. bit further into the future. You know, there for a while it looked like eh, NASCAR was going to fall apart because at the end of the <laughs> TV deal – God only knows what was going to happen. Now, everything just seems to have kind of just been flown together, not thrown, but flown, and it all seems to be working well. What do you see with NASCAR over the next three to five years as we move into electric car racing and uh, the fan base changing as the baby boomers, you know, leave the earth and all that stuff? That's a great question. I don't know how to see how quickly you can sum that up. Uh, I mean, look, progress is slow. It is a large ship that takes time to turn around, but I think we've seen the ups and downs, and it seems like it's on an upswing, right, with with the implementation of the next-gen car. You'll find few who won't say that the racing was fun last year. The racing was good, especially at the big intermediate tracks. Are there fixes they need to make? Sure. They just announced some today at the short tracks, but we'll continue to see the next-gen car uh, evolve, right? And I think that will get better. We saw some of the parody last year. I think we'll see some of that again this year. Uh, parody, it seems to only add to the excitement sometimes of the fan base, knowing you have not just, say, you know, eight drivers each week when they roll out who may be able to win, but potentially 16 or 19. You know, that, that's cool for the fans. Uh, going to the different venues, I think NASCAR will continue to explore that. It does create a buzz, right? It creates and attracts fans that, that haven't maybe even been to a racetrack or don't live within 50 miles of a racetrack, they're going to a NASCAR race. That can only help. And it'll always come with the balance of the, the fan base as is and then growing it. I mean, think about where they're going this year. Uh, both L.A. and Chicago racing on the streets or in these venues they've never been before, and it's balancing out by going back to North Wilkesboro. I can't tell you how small the two-lane road is on the way to North Wilkesboro if you've never been. Yeah. It is not downtown L.A. I'll, I'll put it that way. It is not the streets of Chicago. So I think there will continue to be a balance. You mentioned electrification. It, it seems like that's where the automotive industry will go. And they will always be the leader, right? They put a lot of money, a lot of research, a lot of effort. A lot of that starts with the racing side. You see technology start with racing and trickle down to the consumer side. If that's where manufacturers want it to go, that's where it's going to go. So whether it be hybrid, electrification, that's where it seems like the world is going. So you know, maybe it's not even five years. It could be 10, 15, 20 years. But you just have to anticipate things going in that direction. And, and you just hope it keeps going in an, in an upward trajectory. And you mentioned the TV deal. That's coming up. Live sports in the media world continue to be 
maybe the only thing you could bank on in terms of you know, commercial success or getting eyeballs out of television or some sort of screen. Live sports is where it's at. So on that front, it might be even more valuable than ever. Yeah, true. I agree with you. Well, Alan, we're coming up on a break. We certainly appreciate you taking your time. Look forward to seeing you some of these races here soon. Will you be at uh, Darlington in May? I will be at Darlington, uh, probably just checking out all the cool old-school paint schemes. You're most likely to see me at, uh, I'll be uh, working with our friends at PRN, the Performance Racing Network, okay. in the pits. Uh, I think my first one is CODA this year, Circuit of the Americas. Nice. Yep. So I look to get to as many as I can. Good deal, Alan. Appreciate you calling in. Alan called in on the Hot Rod Hotline. we got to take a break. You're listening to the fastest show on your radio dial. It's in the pits, powered by Racing Jump. <coughs> Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this! Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family-owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, Relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Here we go, Myrtle Beach. The brand new Myrtle Beach Hyundai is now open for business. Hurry on by to see the most state-of-the-art dealership in the country. From the awesome service department that automatically checks your tire wear as you drive into the spectacular new showroom filled with all the great new Hyundai models, come on by today to experience the hometown dealership that has been in the Hyatt family since 1999. As a locally owned dealership, Myrtle Beach Hyundai's goal is to give you a great buying and service experience to everyone who enters their doors. Speaking of service, their new service area is over three times as large and is equipped with all the newest service equipment available today. Go online to HyundaiOfMyrtleBeach.com to schedule your appointment or to look through the inventory of both new and used cars and trucks. The dealership is located at 760 Frontage Road near the old Sun News Building. Call 843-626-3657. Find out why everyone knows that at Myrtle Beach Hyundai, you get no games, no gimmicks, just good deals. Myrtle Beach Hyundai. Air Guitar Studios here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Streetside Classics presents the Air Guitar Band, better known as the Pit Crew from In the Pits. Chris and Nicole in the studio. Rick Roberts running the board. Big Al back from Detroit. Mike Neff here looking to see where he's going racing next. I am Larry O. We couldn't catch up with her earlier. We became... We were very worried. We were very worried when we couldn't find Shirley Lynch, but we found her. It is nice and shady. It is nice and shady. Shirley, you're on the air. 
Hey, hi, how are you? I'm oh, sorry I missed your call earlier. That's okay. That's okay. We're just glad you're okay. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to keep this pretty tight and right. Uh, normally, this end of the show, we're kind of just buttoning stuff up. So what we'll do without any further ado, as long as you're okay with it, is we'll do the guesses, which we've already done. You ready for this? Yes. In your absence, we, we almost uh, decided to do this. Big Al came up with eight. Krista came up with ten. Rick Roberts, 14. I mean, 11. I'm sorry. I came up with 14. And what did you come up with there, Nephilim? I did 12 because 11 had been That's taken. That's right. He did 12. So, 8, 10, 11, 14, and 12. Well, actually, nobody, because we have nine this week. No, All right. Yeah. Darn it. Very close. Close, but no banana, so. All right. Well. Okay, and I know time is short, and I'm sorry. Like I said, I missed your call. I didn't even hear it. I was selling 50-50s down here, but. Um, anyways, I, you want me to go ahead and call them up? Get it. Do it. Yep. Do it. All right. Sunday, March the 5th, Joey Dogs cruise in, and that's in Surfside, 11 to 2 p.m. Um, also on Sunday is Cars and Coffee at the Bagel Factory 2, and that's in Myrtle Beach at 9 a.m. On Monday, March the 6th, Murphy's Law cruise in in Myrtle Beach, 4 to 7 p.m. Tuesday, Danny's Pizza cruise in, and that's Myrtle's Inlet at 4 p.m. Also on Tuesday is TGI Fridays at Gator Hall Plaza in North Myrtle, and that's 2 p.m. Uh, March the 10th, Friday, is 88 Vape Store Cruise in, and that's 1600 Church Street in Conway from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Uh, Saturday, March the 11th, actually, yeah, Saturday, March the 11th, is Berkey's Cruise in in Myrtle Beach, 12 to 4 also on Saturday is Beach House Bar and Grill Cruise in in Myrtle Beach, and that's Everything Jeeps, and that's at 4 p.m. The last one on Saturday, March the 11th, is Old Bull and Bush Cruise in in Myrtle Beach, 11 to 2 p.m., and that's all we have this week. Well, very cool. I'll tell you what. How many cars you got out there today at the uh, TGI Friday Tuesdays? Oh, uh, we have, I think, about 60-some cars. It, it was jammed, beautiful weather. And just that we have a great turnout today. Well, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We'll let you go, Shirley. We'll talk to you next week. And, of course, the week after that is the run to the sun. I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yep, us too. Shirley calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline, brought to you by Showtime Glass. Matter of fact, i got to make a phone call. Remind me. Client of mine busted a windshield. He needs a glass. He said, give me that fun place that you sent me to the last time. Writing it down. Thank you, Shirley. All right, we got about 30 seconds. We're going to take a break. Uh, one, no, we got 60 seconds. That's it. I, I can't count today. Sorry. There's such a glare in the window today. I can only see myself. Well, if you had to look at my face, I can see where it would be a well, hard I time only, counting. I only see half a face. You know what I'm saying? And my hair's gone a little wild this week, so I don't know. But uh, uh, you know what? Let's let's pick the. Um, this week is Vegas. Okay. <sighs> Let's pick the winners now before we get into other shenanigans. Sir, Mr. Roberts? Well, I had Larson the week before, and he was close. Yeah, he was. Then I think I had Logano this past week. Uh, You did. And he was close. He was. So I'm going to pick somebody that's got a long shot, and I used to pick him all the time, Bowman. A Bowman. That's a good pick for Vegas. It is. Krista? Kyle Busch. Oh, come on. (laughs) I chose Elliott last week. He got second. So 
That was oh. pretty good. That's right. First loser. Got it. I, got, okay. I picked Larson, and he was but way Kyle Bush is the winner. So if you're not in happy. first, you're last. Yeah. I'll take Truex. I hear that Man, so often. God darn. Truex. 19 car. Uh, M- Michael. Well, since Krista took Kyle, um, I'm going to take Kyle in trucks and Xfinity, but I'm taking Larson in Cup since... He disappointed me so bad this week. He's got to bounce back. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm going to go with a Ford uh, this particular weekend. And which Ford do I like? I'll go with the Watermelon Man himself, Ross Chastain. Okay. Uh, he drives a Chevy. Not a Ford. It's not a Ford. Where? No. Okay. I will sit there uh, and go with Chastain anyway. Okay. Yeah, we got the baseball. we got the baseball game coming up. The Chanticleer team is uh, coming in on. Well, we, we got to cut this show short, so but we're going to be right back on the podcast. Okay, in the pits, powered by Racing Junk, we'll be back uh, probably in about thirty seconds. Hey, welcome back, race fans. This is the bonus section of the show. We don't do this very often. This portion of the show will not be heard on WRNN nor on WRNN.net live. So screw the FCC. So we will be... In other words... Yes? Whose views? No views. Yeah, we don't have to worry about the opinions of nobody except for us right now because this can be found on inthepitsmedia.com, on Wingding, and the rest of our streaming channels which we'll name later we're tightening up that contract right now so we're on like seven channels didn't know it anyway so we got a burning desire to cut something up al how's how's the airline industry treating you it's okay my only problem i have is leaving myrtle beach everything is a connection through charlotte um Unless you're going to Charlotte. Unless you're going to Charlotte. Uh, and usually you get into Terminal A, you got to get to Terminal you E, go to e. and you got to run, or you get three hours between a flight and you got to sit there and wait. Well, now you could have been in Atlanta. Have uh, you so seen? you could have gone to Atlanta. That, that's a horrible oh, layover. I know that. Yes. And no matter when you get there, you come into A and you got to go to D. And you got to run as fast as you can. And you got to go because you got yep. 12 and a half minutes now, to get there. The good thing is, I'm going to Nashville in May. That's a direct flight. And it's a direct flight. I don't have to worry about that. It's straight there and straight back. And that's just the way I like it because I cannot stand to fly. And it makes it even worse when you got those layovers. Speaking about Nashville, I found out a couple days ago that, yeah, I have to go to Nashville to the National uh, Trailer Dealers Association, a big conference, big show there, whatever. It's the Wednesday and Thursday before Labor Day. What is Labor Day weekend for Big Al? Dead Man's Curve. Okay, so now where did y'all have that uh, that? that event at in nashville uh it's i think it's at the downtown no i think it's at the maybe the speedway or something i'm uh, not football, sure football stadium or the speedway one yeah. or the other bridgestone so, bridgestone so i gotta fl- i'm gonna fly out on tuesday leave there thursday night okay get to newark around 11 12 oh, o'clock hold on it gets better the armpit i'm gonna be at dead man's curve all weekend fly home on monday from Direct on United from Newark or from New Jersey to um, Myrtle Beach, excuse me. But it gets better. I'm leaving again Thursday to go back to Nashville. 
And how many years have you been married? <laughs> she doesn't know. So, you, so I'm going back to Nashville for the... Um, God, why can't I think of the name of it? Trailer. No, 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 no. Triple Crown of Hot Rodding. So that's going to be the big outdoor show uh, that a um, bunch of guys are involved with. Uh, that used to be the um, show at, um, in Tennessee. Um, Pigeon Forge? Pigeon. Uh, not no, not Pigeon Forge. I can't think the other one what it was. Um, it was in September. Um, but what part of Tennessee? Nashville. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you, instead of coming from New Jersey back to Myrtle... Fly back to Nashville and fly your charming and delightful spouse there and have a three-day little mini-vacation before the, the show starts. You know, I didn't think about that. That's why I, I'm, try, I'm trying to score you some points. That's why here, you brother. have I friends. I know. I know. <laughs> trying Michael, to score you some points. <laughs> Michael, Michael Cupid Neff. Might might have to think about that. Good point there. Rather than uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. Now I saw uh, I saw Mike's uh, lovely uh, girlfriend on Facebook, and I didn't see Mike's face nowhere. She was doing some partying, but Mike wasn't there. No, I was not. I was working. Oh, he okay. was refueling. So ba- oh, there you go. There but you so go. basically, when you're refueling, she's out doing a little so partying. It would be different if if you were going to be in Newark. I don't know that flying your wife to Newark would be a great way to spend a, a few days, but oh. Nashville's really come up and has a lot to no, do. No, I know hey, that. And, 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 that could be cool. and by the way, real quick, uh, Krista is going to be on stage tonight at the House of Blues. Dancing? For Strutter. Well, she'll Not be strutting. Tonight. No. She'll be strutting with Strutter. Uh, uh, for the Kiss Tribute, she's going to be passing some stuff out. And if you want free tickets, you can come by the radio station and get them uh, while they last, 1016 Ocala Street, and come watch uh, the Kiss Tribute. But you'll get a chance for any of you fans out there that love the show and you want to uh, meet Krista, she's going to be on stage uh, Saturday night. I get to throw stuff at people and not get yelled at for it. There I'm you thrilled. go. That's like, awesome. Like a T-shirt cannon? Or with, koozies with, in their without face. Without the cannon, yeah. yeah. Just throw a beer at somebody's face. That'd Just be fun. Chuck at them. Yeah. Uh, Full that koozies, that's an idea. Yeah. yeah. Better you go over to, to Boyd's on the Beach and other places, Mar- Marley Dar- Dar- Darcy's, or what's the name of that place? Molly Darcy? Molly Darcy's. Marley Darcy? It's up there in North Myrtle Beach. I only, only, I only go to North Myrtle Beach when it's the House of Blues. You live up there. You should know everything, Larry. You've got your beautiful little golf cart that drives all over the place. Too far to go to North Myrtle Beach. Drives by the, the Well, I guess shark. so. You're in Pauly's Island. <laughs> Drives by the Forty shark miles. thing. He don't even live in the same county. Okay? He's barely in the state of South Carolina. As a matter of fact, we'll have to report on this next week because tomorrow, which is Wednesday, we're meeting some friends that are going to Amia Island or Bust, coming from the northernmost tip of Virginia, West Virginia, and Maryland, down 81 across the state somehow or another, and going to wind up here. We're going to take them to the what's the name of that place, Al? The South Hops, uh, uh, Southern Hops, Southern, Southern Hops, Hops yeah, the great. new one. They're, the, they're down in Merle's. The new one yep. that just opened in Merle's. That's yes, a, I worked with them at the one over in Florence. Uh, they did some stuff with us the first year that we were at Florence. It was kind of fun, but super nice people. Great food. Great yeah, I mean, food. they were going to go to uh, Burgerless Joe's, and uh, although he's a neighbor, I was just like, yeah, that's like. Four of the five guys left out, and they only had Joe left. You have you saying? have you been to Joe's Bar and Grill Casual Fine Dining? I have. They're proud of their. Where food. is that at? 
right right up. next to Hamburger Joe's. It's right next to the Olive Garden. Are we, are we no? So we're talking about up in North Myrtle. Beach. Yes, in North. Right Myrtle. Oh, okay, right on the. See, the Hamburger Joe's I go to is in Surfside. Yes. Oh, you're down south. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I knew. Yeah, yeah. where the cheesesteak factory is. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if we're up to me, it'd be Dagwoods all the time. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, and by the way, Dagwoods is closed for renovation in um, yeah. Surfside. Surfside. Yep. Aww. It's because the one place. in North Myrtle Beach is smoking them like a cheap cigar, L- man. Let me tell you. That, that place, place is, is loaded packed. all the time. That That's what we got to do. Turn this into a foodie show every once in a while when we get pre- Or better, yeah, just get Dagwoods to sponsor the, the show. Yeah. That's, Why don't somebody bring to, some food here? We used Dagwoods to have, Dragster. We used to have a cake sponsor, but we haven't seen any more cake. Yeah, how'd that work out? Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's my fault, not hers. We had a hydration sponsor. How's that going? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that res. I'm dehydrated and home. hungry. <laughs> I don't have it at home. I don't have any. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I'm waiting for like Lipton iced tea to step up. You know? Or how about Mike's hard? Yeah, you know, no. got to thank Capital Speaking Vacation. Speaking of which, we sell all sorts of ridiculous cigarillos at the old gas station, right? I.e., convenience store. They now have a hard lemonade game cigarillo. What? I'm like, really? We're going down that path. What is a hard game? A game cigarillo is a brand of cigar. cigars. It's like a cigar. Small cigars that people use to... You know, like Clint Eastwood and, and people, Good, Bad, and the people Ugly. People cut them open, put their marijuana inside of it, seal it back up, and they smoke what oh, they Oh, now, now we're talking about they blunts. They what they call a blunt. Yeah, blunt. Um, and they have now come out with a hard lemonade-flavored uh, game. Well, after, after you smoke it, maybe you will be hard. Or you may be lemonade. Yep, you may, you maybe you will be. I, I mean, is nothing sacred? The, you know, the, it, it blows Every, my hey, let, mind away. Have you not noticed? Have you not noticed since COVID and everything that happened in the last three years? Everything is about the almighty dollar, and it doesn't matter how they get it from you. The amount of people, because let's face it, all these women that come in and are buying cigarillos ain't buying them to smoke the cigarillos. So. 95% of these small cigars being sold are going to be used for blunts. And it, the amount that we go through in a week's time is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Well, I'm sure glad the Attorney General came out and said that smoking could be hazardous to your health. Oh, because we all know that the FDA is all about your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tell that to everybody that smoked cigarettes back in the 50s and they said it was good for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, don't trust don't you. trust anything if it's got the government attached. Back to it. in the Lucky Strike days. I don't know, I don't know. Just uh, personally, never got hooked on that habit. Nope, I, neither I, did I. I tried it, never did. Uh, chewing tobacco was my thing. Did it for twenty something years. Tried that too. No. Nope. Did it for twenty nope. something years. Turned green, and that was it. Yep. Only time I turned green was I uh, was umpiring a baseball game, and. Guy got thrown out at second base, and I wound up for the big out call, and I had a full-blown leaf Garrett gnaw in and swallowed most of it. And that oh, man. Was, that Ew. was not good. Other than that, I mean, I used to, to work in an office where they frowned on spit tunes, so I learned to swallow there, and I just kind of get used to that. But, but yeah, I did it for 20-something years, and then I was headed to Atlanta to cover the race uh, I want to say in 2012, 2011, something like that. And I ran out of dip, and I pulled into a gas station. I'm like, I just need to quit this. And I just drove on, and I've and never that, done it since. That was, and, that, was, that was a divine being passing and, out along to you. And to this day, if I'm at the racetrack or fishing or hunting or doing any kind of outside labor, I crave chewing tobacco. And really? it's been 20-something years. 
Hey, you know what? There is not a. I don't think. Is there anybody sitting in here besides what Mike said? Is there any? What do you crave, Big Al? Anything? Nitromethane. Oh, I could go. Wow, <laughs> Larry. I would say Entenmann's Cinnabons. That's that's a big thing for you, that, Krista. You're young, but anything in particular you crave? It doesn't have to be food, drinks, tickets to kiss. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of, hold on. Speaking well, about, you got close. Speaking yeah. about Entelmans, they have the best uh, crumb cake. They do. Two. I'll tell you what, though. Go into any King's Pizza here in Myrtle Beach. Tell them Larry O sent you. They got this crumb cake that's fifty percent crumb, fifty percent cake. That is like New York. Not what like does that dough. even mean? Fifty percent crumb. Most of it, crumb is just a little layer on the top. Yeah, a little bit of sugar. Mixed but the crumb in with crumb is cake. the the really sweet. This thing's this thick and Di- this much diabetes causes. So we're stuff. talking about five inches thick. Uh, yeah, four, 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 whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you know. So it's so it's it's a diabetic nightmare. There you it, go. it is. That's why <laughs> I'm doing it. It is. It's a real nonchalant. It is. And my other craving is two cycle exhaust in the morning. There's nothing that smells better than sitting on a lake and getting knowing you're getting ready to blast off and go fish, and smelling that two cycle exhaust before you, you know, blast I, off. I lead such a simple life. If, if I could draw a vacation, it would be me and my buddy Ken, who's a photographer down in Florida, he's a Porsche photographer, meeting in Bozeman at my friend's condo and going fly fishing for a week. No motor, no nothing. Just get out there with your waders on, water's chilly, going right through your, right through your pants and everything else. Of course, you got your waders on. Man, that's 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 zen to me, buddy. See, fly fishing's like sailing to me. It's way too much effort to oh, make. That's the lure a second zen for me. Sailing. Fly. Oh, look! I tried the old cruise thing. I had to wear the patch. I, I'm not. Well, a, the sailing thing is just way too much effort to make a boat move. Click. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Mike's all about that. Forget that I sail, sit, man. Give I me start, that motor. I start fishing four hours later. Here comes Larry with the cut of his jib. That is a true. <laughs> Man that loves motors right there. Yep. He don't even care for a sale. Put a motor on it. Let's get to it. Well, let's let's start a uh, GoFundMe for Mike so he gets a new camo hat and a new camo vest. Okay, I I I can't, I can't do that. I mean, I like boats. Don't get me wrong. Had one, forty-two foot cigarette, and wonderful boat. Twin four fifty fours. And you called it a cigarette? It was a cigarette boat. What does that even mean? It was like Don Johnson, Miami Vice. Oh, so it was a, like a speedboat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like they used to smuggle the weed in from Cuba. Huh. So shall we tell? How much time we got there, Rick? Three minutes. Three minutes. Hmm. I wonder if we should tell him. Nope, I'll just, tell him it's too late. Yeah, just tell him we'll get to him next week. But thank you. We had another guest that we were trying to get on the air, and... Well, it was. Just we had some technical difficulties. Just didn't work out getting the schedules you to know, align. L- let me say this about that. If, in fact, you want to come to the Run to the Sun and you can't get your car there, drive down into one of the parking lots around, park the car. There's always a secondary car show, and walk over and just have fun. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's, a, that's a bad alternative, but it is an alternative. Now, once again, why don't we tell everybody, when's the run for the sun? The run to the sun. We 16th the sun. to the 18th of March. We move in so on the 15th. So that's coming up in about two weeks? Yes, yep. sir. Okay. We move in on the 15th, party over at Grand Strand Brewery on the 15th evening afterwards, and then at 9 o'clock the next morning, Thursday, we open the gates. 
and come on in and just check us all out because we'll be there for three solid days, weather permitted. Uh, we are hoping no wind, no wet, no weather. So, because we don't want to get our new tent wet. That would be like a curse. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's a tent. Of if you tent. get it wet, it's no, you don't want to get your, so you're just going to stand outside, not put the tent up and let it rain on you because you don't want to get the tent wet? I don't know. That sounds real smart. Well, there's other opportunities there. Oh, my there's, God. There's a bigger tent. <laughs> now, if, if I sound like Shirley Lynch, you, shame on me. You know Thank what I'm saying? You, Rick. No comment. Because I'm going to tell you, we got that one of those tents, and I did Marathon for Meals, yep. and I bet your boopy, <laughs> I didn't have no problem with it raining on that thing, because I was standing under it. No, I wasn't standing in the rain to keep it from raining on that tent. No. All right. All right. I, I know how that. beautiful they are. They're really nice. And they do. Sinorama. Yep. They are the Give Kevin. They, they the jam. They 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 got it going on with the table skirts, the tents, everything. Speaking yep. about table skirt, Mike Neff, did you wash it? I did. Did you return? You did or you didn't? I did. Did you return right. it? So uh, I meant to grab it before I went out of the house today, and I left it sitting on the chair. So. Well, we'll send Uber over but to yes, pick it up. It's clean, ready to go. Good deal. Anyway, so we have two tables now and two tablecloths. So how about that, Krista? Do we have chairs? We have chairs. Do we, Larry, chairs. do me a favor. We have to get rid of that checkerboard tablecloth that you have, the one that looks like um, a homeless person like it was it. Like, it, like it was from the Winston series it's, it's, in 1972? It's 20 years old. It was Man, okay, to it can, one table. it can stay home. and it, also It'll the, sit out behind the tent to hold equipment and stuff like that. Well, that's that good behind the tent. The and also, right. the, also the grass skirt or the grass... Um, we, you know, I, I will floor go up, piece. I will go up to Sinorama and have Kevin make a sign for that table called Al's Personal Office. Please knock before entering. No. <laughs> that would be funny, though. Yeah, seriously. I, I, you know what? You guys have never done a podcast show with me in the past. When we were doing podcast shows, they got ugly quick. Anyway, I'm game to get ugly. Let's go. So am I. Well, no, we only have. I was uh, born ugly. We only have five, four, three, two, one seconds to sit there and say, for Rick Roberts running the board, Krista Nicole, Al Liebman, Mike Neftis, Larry O saying, buckle up. We want you back next week. Pull your shoots. Keep See the ya. green flag flying. In the Pits Racing Radio is a registered and copyrighted trademark. In the Pits Racing Radio is an In the Pits Media production. All rights reserved. Cyber producer is Michael Schladen. Social media coordinator, Shirlene Reif. Web development by Covering You. Media consultant, Zeus Digital. In coordination with Fifth Gear Productions. See you next week in the Pits.